Hey, so I know it's summertime and we're all on the go. And the last thing you want to do is be sitting here with a dingy backpack. That's right. You sitting here, you going to the gym, you traveling, hopping on the plane. Or maybe you just decided to go spend the night over his house and don't want to have to come back home to grab your shit. Well, I have the remedy just for you, sis. Our good old friends that was with Muslim Backpacks are offering listeners of this podcast 10% off of their first purchase. Head over to muzmmbackpacks.com, redeem our offer code WRYH10 to receive 10% off of your first purchase. Once again, that is muzmmbackpacks.com. Let them know Lonnie and Aaliyah sent you. Let's get into the show. Hot girl Meg. Okay, hot <laughs> girl shit all summer long, bitches. All the way live. Listen, in motherfucking color. Pussy wetter than this aquarium. Um, I still would love to know what the fuck is this aquarium. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I've... I don't know what what. I guess it it could be a a hybrid of uh, the sea and an aquarium. I don't know. It's like the sea contained. <laughs> <in the, laughs> Are you like a warm <laughs> like Sea World? Like it's seawater, but it's still contained. I I don't know. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another installment of what I like to call Millennial Night Social Media Court. Oh yes, Nancy, and welcome to Who Raised You Hoes. As you guys can already hear, Aaliyah is not with me tonight. Um, she took a sick day on me. <laughs> but if you are listening, the voice probably sounds mad familiar. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Who's on the other (laughs) line, darling? This is Fabian, the head bitch in charge, Mitchell, a.k.a. Fabo did it. Um, I have so many aliases at this point. I don't even know which one to use. Which boots? When did you back me into? Look, when did you walk me into back me into a wall? Well, uh, <laughs> <boots>. <laughs> <laughs> pick a wall, pick a wall, pick a wall. I want to see you do it. Child. So this week, I have to start when we on the scroll, aka scroll on. Um, we know we start with politics is bullshit. Um, because I feel like y'all need that first. However, mm-hmm. here's the problem. I missed the Democratic debate. Oh, I did too. Is I mean, well, when you're on social media, you can really get the gist of what happened. And from my understanding, it was what um, 
a, a showdown between my pick, Joe Trill Biden, and um, Trill. <laughs> and um, Kuala Lumpur Harris. You will not disrespect Camilla Harrison. <laughs> so um, I really don't know too much about her, to be honest. Is I know from what I've seen, you know, as far as her with the the high conviction rate of black men is and that's really it. I don't know her track record. I know Biden and I'm not happy with some of the things he had done, but I know him a little bit more. But I mean I, my mind can my mind can change. I mean because when back in oh eight I didn't know President Obama because I was straight up I'm with her. Hillary Clinton down. Listen, you better bow. When you hear hear that name of just prestige, you better bow, all right? Y'all can say whatever y'all want. Y'all talking about some damn emails. Now y'all got President Orange in the fucking White House and just causing all types of mess. That part as a whole, not a fraction. Okay. Mm. Ain't got chance for these fake-ass hoes. Hanny. Yes, Hanny. <laughs> can, can we get back to why we are here? Okay. It's time okay. to scroll on. Now, I am going to go about this. This is going to be quick. I ask you guys to bear with me because there's some shit that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I want to start with the story about Carmelo Anthony. Now, Carmelo was recently seen um i mean i'm just gonna call him the alias carmelo dick too low i mean mm. it's i heard it's been dropped off it's been a lot of speculations around this um this affair this this dramatic affair of sorts um well recently he was seen on a yacht with another woman and it looked like he was Now, they said apparently Lala was very livid about the picture surface. I'm, sure she, I'm pretty sure she was. I mean, this is something that has been... How long has Lala in... Um, it's been like a year. I mean, but really, to be honest, even before Lala and um, Carmelo got married, I kind of think he was, you know, uh, laying it low and spreading it wide, as Lady E would say. But in the, and it's kind of like what are they? Are they still, you know, are they still married, still married. Or, or separated? What, what are they? They're still married, obviously. Oof. But um, apparently they're saying, um, also the the mistress is saying that Lala is keeping Carmelo from seeing their daughter. Um, this third cat had the kit and they said that she was extremely distraught when she saw the picture. But of course, Carmelo had came on social media and said that she's literally just a friend. Oh, and now goodness. he has to go explain himself, I guess, to both his wife and his son as far as what happened. But it's like, listen, if you don't fuck up, you ain't got nothing to clean up. I'm just saying. That's exactly what it is. And it's like, it's, it's, it's been a continuing theme with Carmelo and a couple other, you know. I'm not gonna uh, 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 Shannon, but um, you better don't. But I will say that 
with with us living in the social media era, everything that you do is going to come out some sort of way. It may not be tied to you directly. It may not come from you, but it's somebody around you that has access to social media and your circle that that can really damage you. And Carmelo and this is it's been happening so much with him. And it's like, Lala, why are you still here? The money. Anywho, about uh, the next case of makeup to break up. Well, this isn't no makeup. Um, what's this child's name? Kayomi Leslie goes off on, um, little bow obvious, um, Twitter. Um, basically I guess the episodes where, it came out about the fight between the two of them. Like, as we all saw, Bow Wow had, like, big-ass scratches across his face. Oh, yeah. Him and Catwoman went at it. And she basically said this isn't the first time that she went off in a range of tweets that I don't feel like reading again. <laughs> um, I'm just going to be real. Um, she said, basically, that um, this wasn't the first time the police were called to the house um, based on him. She also assaulted his mama. Um, and basically said that he needs help. Okay, so this, uh, I think Kiyomi Kite, whatever her name is. Um, Girl, we're going to call her Kiki. Kiki. Because we don't love her. Yeah, we don't. No one knows we her. don't. We're going to call her Kiki. I don't know her. Like, I don't know her. You know, she can come up and introduce herself to me and then, you know, give me her opinion. But, um, <laughs> you remember Mariah Carey did that about um, Demi, um, but with the whole thing what did it come out on the growing up hip hop show or or something like that yeah it was came out on growing up hip hop Atlanta <sighs> okay so this girl was but you know basically fighting Bow Wow and then she assaulted his mother as well. Yep. And she stated that Bow Wow punched her and caused her to lose, you know, but basically to have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So it's and and she went on to defend him even after all this took place. I just think those are you know, I we grew up with Bow Wow. Like, did we are? Well, he's like what our age, a little bit older, like a year older. Um, he got us by like a year, I think. I think he's like going on thirty three. If not, I think he already is thirty three. I'm sorry. It's like when it comes to Shad Moss, the Bow, <laughs> the Bow, little Bow Wow. Um, ain't nothing. Li- well, never mind. I mean, well, why? You know, is it? Um. I, girl, I don't. I wouldn't know. Continue. <laughs> but it's like we grew up with him, and we always want to see him. You know, someone from our generation, and we want to see him win. But it seems like he is continually making bad decisions. And it's okay for you to be a mover and a shaker in social media, but you are moving and shaking the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Like. We love the video that you did with the that that challenge video he did with his daughter. I I love that video. It's it's very warm and nice. And then you know, she's doing these um 
hair tutorial videos on YouTube and she was pushing him out the room and stuff like that. Like, I want to see that of him. I don't... This other stuff of him ranting and raving online is like... Ooh. Well, well, child, uh, there's more. Because obviously, y'all hoes, these, these nooks been acting up and y'all hoes just been letting us <laughs> all throughout the time on this week. <laughs> um, the next two are quite the cattle kiki. Um, I'm gonna start with the lighter one. Um, so on the Instagram, I want to say it was either Friday or Saturday. Um, one YFN Lucy. Mm, Lord Hammers. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, he decided to uh, uh, hold host, excuse me, a one ratchet pool party. I'm assuming this was at his home. Um, in the Atlanta, like he always and does. Now it was a lot of lewd things taking place at this um pool party. Um, there were bottoms, meaning bikini bottoms, no SpongeBob. Ooh. Uh, women being removed. Um, and one decided to take up the cucumber challenge with no bikini bottom. You can literally see her breasts along with her pierced nipples as she is shoving a cucumber down her throat. Um, now, <laughs> now, I saw this for myself right now. <laughs> um, now, if you all remember, YF and Lucci is Regine's boyfriend. Allegedly. Now, they know allegedly. That's, that's her boyfriend. Because... I listen, I heard too. So <laughs> Regine kindly um had a lovely message for the the YF and the Luch. Um and it goes as follows. <laughs> I don't even break when I'm backing up. I'll swerve on a fuck boy if he's acting up. Next, with the little kit the little lipstick kiss emoji. Now, their entire relationship plays out in Instagram stories because it wasn't too long ago. Regine um, said something about his phone being at her house, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, Tell this dude to come get his phone, or it was the other way around, Tell this girl to come get her phone, something like that. But it seems like their entire relationship has played out through Instagram stories. And well, uh, well, it gets better. Ooh. So YFN Nucci decides to um to quote the biggest RRS um collector in the United States, the one fifty cents, in saying, "Um, I'm only human, girl. We make mistakes." Um. How deep is up on if that's all it takes for you to be gone? Now, he quoted question. He quoted literally a few bars from 21 questions. <laughs> now, <laughs> if you are like me and you remember when um, Regine's mama mm-hmm. told her on um, T.I. Tiny's The Family Hustle 
about dating Lucci because Toya is heavily against Lucci. I, I am too. Made that perfectly known. I am too. I'm very much against Lucci. Now, if y'all remember, um, Toya was married to her father, the little Wayne. Oh, the, the living legend. Tunchi. She was married to him. That was the only time Lil Wayne was ever married was to her mother. Now, she told her about all these things, especially when it came out that his car had got shot up while he was performing that Roller Loud. Mm-hmm. She tried to basically tell her, like, listen, you don't need to be everywhere he's at because he's a target. It's the truth. He he is and is when when it comes to Lucha, Lucha is that person who is I think I I could be wrong, but I think he's still really heavily in the streets. So uh-huh. it's like the whole thing with with rapping and, and this stuff like and with the music industry, that is something that he's using as an extra income to kind of really take heat off of him but i'm pretty sure that you know he's still heavily in the streets also when it comes to originate and lucci how many kids does lucci have like three four five i think he has like three kids um that was one thing that latoya was against because lucci is almost 30 originate yep. is in her early 20s. Yeah, so to kind of date someone who really has an established family, who you know, someone who has kids, and then coming the, this young girl, I think it was exciting to her to be uh, attractive to an older guy. He's not too much older than her, but you know, he's an older guy. And she loves that. But I think with Lucci... Lucci is more kind of like this clout thing. Who else can say they have dated Little Wayne's daughter? True. Nobody can say that but Lucci. I'm pretty sure she had probably like industry boyfriends. We don't know about them. And she probably have dated regular guys. We don't know about them. The only one that she's been with that we know of is Lucci. He can easily say I've bopped, you know, bust down Regine, Lil Wayne's daughter. But I, I actually do think that she is in love with Lucci in a sense. But he's not in love with her. Mm-hmm. She's just this this young girl that just so happened to have a famous dad. Because we know the rock star lifestyle, you know, six drugs and money. And okay. Rich, they don't need to be around it. Period. 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 <laughs> Menstrual cycle. Okay. Oh, you God. know what? <laughs> um, my take on this whole situation is I guess I was one of those people that could say, I saw this shit coming. Yeah. Um, I don't, do I think that they're over? No, I don't. Um, because I know Regine. Listen. <clears throat> girls that thinks that she knows everything. Yeah, you really so can't it's tell like, Regine you know anything. What? You, you really can't. You know everything, I'm gonna let you continue to make this mistake. Continue. 
Just don't get pregnant. Please do not get not by Lucha. Please do not do that because Toya is the type mother. She wants the very best. I know every parent wants the very best for their child, but no, she's like, adamant on the very best. Like, Toya is like basically pleading with Regine. You remember that scene in um the family that prays mm-hmm. where Alfred Woodard told Sonata Lathan, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't go down this road because it will end up disastrous for you. It's kind of like that's what's going on with Toya and Regine. But she loves how exciting he makes her feel. So and, it's kind of like, mom, let me make my own mistakes. But And I'm glad you put up that analogy because and to be brutally honest, if you did not see a family that prays, I um Alfred Whitaker's character wants the what's once and now Lathan's character. Mind you, their mother and daughter. Right. She once was her and she was literally telling her, baby, he's not going to leave his wife. And she thought she knew it all. Until he lost it all and left her because he knew if he lost his wife, he'd lose money. Mm. And her and her stepmother told her, "I don't know why you over here crying to me. You are a woman scorned without a prenup." And y'all are from two different worlds. He will not leave his wife for you. Exactly. He ain't gonna leave her because if he leaves her, that means he gotta pay her. And there's, and that's the whole thing with. Lucci, the business and Regine. Lucci is not going to leave the streets for Regine. He is mm. not going to leave the music industry for Regine. Mm. That's that's his wife. So if Regine think you know thinks that she will be this ultimate catch for Lucci, you're not because he is not addicted to the lifestyle that a rock star, hip hop artist, rapper live. He's true. addicted to it. And speaking of addicted, um, mm. <laughs> so in the case of breakup to makeup, the falling out of Safari and Erica Mitta via Instagram. Now, the other day, um, Erica had uploaded something to her stories and said, Oh, I forgot this last night. All you see is her walking, and you see, and it looked like they had all. Then she pushed more of them, and then she put showed basically all the roses on the floor and put Scorpio vibes. This led to Safari going on a public apology, all on social media, deactivating his Instagram. For her to turn around, literally a day later, posting when she went to see her engagement ring and all these different things. And then I see today on Instagram, he bought her a G wagon. I'm like, so he basically bought his way bought his way back into you. And what's crazy, what's even more crazy about it, is we see how materialistic the relationship is. Exactly. If I can, if I can buy you anything that is hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you come back, I have control over you. Mm-hmm. And I can really basically purchase you anything to get what I want. Like, and it's not like Safari is ugly or just just can't get anybody. 
This is true. And we and we already hey. I mean You know you know what that is. Down uh in down, Australia. Girl, girl down. Girl down. That down there. That whole thing. That, that what what Beyonce she has hot sauce in her bat the bat. Swag. Okay. Child, that thing is legendary. <laughs> look look who it's been in, Nikki. Like and on that note, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> but so hi. speaking, we recent we actually kind of skipped through this, but I'm gonna bring it back up because it's gonna lead to my next segue. Um, what are your thoughts on? The- I saw one video um, that Raj sent me. Uh, look, shout out to Raj. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Raj, baby. Look, right. Hold but, up, wait, while, we, uh, while we in the process of shouting people out, one of our good friends, DeAndre. Oh, uh, DeAndre Mathis. The, you know, the, <laughs> the best selling author. Author that released a book on my birthday. Oh, yes. Yes. Top three. Top mother loving three. Get your life. Get to it. Jump, 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 jump to, to it. it. We sound like mm. a bunch of old queens. <laughs> if you have not checked out his um his book, I believe it's called Four Walls. Am I correct? Four Walls into the Gray. Yes, honey. Get in line. The information is available on. It's available on Amazon. You got a Kindle. You can get it. Y'all missed the free. Se- y'all missed the little free section. So y'all could have got it at no charge. That part. That entire part, y'all missed out, girl. So, <laughs> um, but with the the cucumber challenge, I saw one video, and it's kind of. I remember they they did something similar to that. I want to say like the early two thousands, early to the mid two thousands. Is I don't even know how to really explain it. It, it's more like it, it's kind of similar to when dudes would do like you remember that guy that went viral on Facebook because he had ate out a peach oh yeah with the honey and stuff yeah it's kind of similar in this instance you bitches and this is a quick <laughs> rant you fucking nasty crusty musty ass bitches have the god audacity but <clears throat> damn audacity to sit here and actually incorporate a challenge with a vegetable that you don't eat. The, uh, that's, the, that's, what, that's what it is. It's, I don't even like cucumbers, but... Listen, I'm so glad you have people like Sammy and Cash Doll saying, y'all are better than this. Like, this is just... De- this challenge in particular is really degrading. Yeah, is we we you know we live in the age again the social media era where challenges are the it thing. But this one, this I don't one? see. I don't see how it got to be a challenge. Like, I mean, you see people on Pornhub and stuff like that having sex with the cucumber. So it's kind of like, what do you even call that? It, it's. It, it's hard to explain. It's like people that prefer to have sex with vegetables opposed to like with another person. 
I forget I the name the, of it too. I guess I guess they love it because you can actually control that you know <clears throat> that vegetable. You can't control a, a, you know the person that can that has the appendage, the feeding parts. Like <laughs> my my queens, and I'm talking to both versions of queens. Y'all are better than this, and I'm gonna need y'all to understand that in life. You do not need to be shoving a damn cucumber down your throat to get somebody in your DM. And watch how somebody go do that mess and they go get lodged in their motherfucking esophagus. I mean, if you are a head-giving legend <laughs> behind closed doors, let's keep it behind closed doors. This is the part of the thing for me where I'm kind of old school. Save a little bit, just a tad bit, a bit of the mystery. I, I really miss when we didn't know or see so much of a person. Yes. Like, I, I shouldn't know how well, you know, you know how to stroke before we get down with the get down. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't know. I don't know. Maybe the one thing I'm kind of glad that we kind of do differently now is you actually can see the thing. Yeah. Opposed to you having to just guess what it looked like, how long it is. But then you still, but oh. let's, let's discuss it. Oh. Hey, oh. you know how people oh. dig, how people dig fish. They catch it with knows. a net. Listen, I don't get why people like to dig fish. It don't get. It don't make no sense. Why would you lie on your penis? I'm gonna kick you out. I'm gonna kick you out because that's not what I agreed to. I mean, you know, we know one. Huh. Girl, girl. Do we. mm, What's big, sweetie? And then you and and your. (laughs) Look, and then (laughs) you and your husband in people's DMs. You go to sit down somewhere. What's big, sweetie? Simon says, put your hands on your hips. Uh, Simon says, put your hands on your knees. (laughs) Simon says, but it's open like a free. Okay, stop playing with us. Stop playing. (laughs) So, that brings us to our next topic. (laughs) Um, So, Apparently, there was a post on the shade room where Cameron commented, or someone put up a comment of Cameron. And in regards to people taking challenges, like they were like, okay, so I want to know now if you can actually spell. <laughs> so Juju <laughs> steps in and says, whoo, child. So Cameron kind of goes lightly in on Juju. And mm-hmm. reveals that he was with her before all the plastic surgery. That he oh. didn't. That he, oh. he didn't. He didn't break up with her because they, that because she got boring. It was because she actually threatened to beat up um, someone that he has that basically works for him and on several times. And she would basically be going in about what people would like on her social media. I'm like, you know what? Are you a Fifty Cent like the same level of petty? I just want to know. I mean, I'm asking is, for me, <laughs> and to <laughs> and to do that is like 
we are kind of like losing respect for these people that we held in such high regard in social media because when 50 Cent came out with Wankster, it's uh, like I was the biggest stand of 50 Cent. Like, and then Cameron and Dipset, like, listen, the, you ain't even from the tri state area, uh, and you already know they were Dipset in the early 2000s. Everybody, my, everybody up here was loving Dipset. If you ain't love G Unit, you love Dipset. And most of the hood dudes, like, you were real gutter hood. You was listening to Dipset. Like, Dipset, uh, G Unit, what it was, Murder Inc. Hotel. Like, all, all of the hot boys, you know. Well, I'm just kind of like losing, you know, kind of losing the respect that we once had for them. And they're trying to stay relevant via social media because they're not doing anything musically, especially not anybody from. Dipset or the diplomat. They're really not. Like, you have to understand, Jim Jones recently, like, he went, he's independent now. Like, he not under, a, he doesn't have a deal anymore. But Cameron, we ain't heard no new material from Cameron and God knows how long. I know it's been over, I think his last cassette came out maybe 2000. Five two thousand six. I was still in high school when it came out. His I know last that. Cassette. Yeah, it probably was a vinyl. Um, and we all know the case, <laughs> and we all know the case of um with Joel Santana. Oh my god! <laughs> but it, anywho, <laughs> I just think it was tacky. I'm just gonna say it. It was real tacky for you to put her out there like that. Juju had to actually. Upload pictures of herself formerly and show basically always had body, sweetie. Yeah. Always had body. That's nothing new. This is all here. It's all me. It's all natural. So, um, it is the end of Pride Month. Well, technically yesterday was the end. Um, and well, we had some people come out during Pride Month. Mm, we're gonna yes, start with we're honey. gonna start with one and then we're gonna work our way to the second one. Um, Willow Smith, which if you really pay attention to um the girl we all stand for, um, she kind of already let y'all know she wasn't heterosexual. Just thought y'all should throw that out there. But she basically yeah. There was an episode recently uploaded of Red Table Talk, and they were asking Gammy, if you don't know who Gammy is, Gammy is Jada's mom. They asked mm-hmm. her would she entertain being in a polyamorous relationship or tried, and she basically was so old-fashioned, like, hell no! But um, they asked Willow, <laughs> and Willow said, well, I enjoy men and women um, equally, so I wouldn't mind. I mean, you are, you know, I still... Well, let me say this first. When mm-hmm. it comes to um, Willow and Jaden, and you know, with Jada and Will Smith being their parents, they are very free thinking. Uh, this is a very free thinking family. Are but even with me being thirty one, mm-hmm. I do not talk about sex in front of my mama. Like I, that's something. I, you know what? <laughs> I can't help but agree with you. I'm not gonna be sitting there in the room with my mama and talking about so well, mom. You know, I had um, 
I had got bust down earlier. Segue for later. Um, I had got bust down earlier this week, and it was just everything in life and more. I feel wonderful. You know, I, I might shoe. call him again tonight. Like you don't <laughs> do certain things. It's like she was so free with saying, "I enjoy men and women the same in front of your mama and grandmama." Well, you got like you just stated. You were raised by the by the Smiths. They are very open, and even Will said it years ago. I think I pushed the free thinking with the kids a little too hard. He, and now, he did because Jaden and Willow. Now, I, what's his older son named Trey? I think. Yeah, I don't hear much from him, but Willow and Jaden, they were raised in Hollywood. Like Trey really wasn't, but Willow and Jaden were. They are from the planet Neptune. Like <sighs> these are not normal kids. Not. So now, here's the topic. So the, the hot topic of the last um, 24 hours. Mm. Um, there is a current artist that is sitting on the top of the Billboard Hot 100 charts. And he's been there for the past 13 weeks with his hit single, Old Town Road. Um, with two, two more in the top 30. One is debuted at 16, the other debuted at 22. Okay. His name is Lil Nas X, and um, Little Bay X. Yesterday, Little Nas X revealed, <clears throat> um, basically to listen a little bit closer to closure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lines, and basically in the song, he has a line where he says he wants to live freely. Now, if you pay attention, not only did he follow up that tweet with "Listen to Closure Closely," he also ended it with a rainbow emoji. Now, it led everyone to go on a frenzy like, oh, he's gay? Um, and then he literally had reposted the, out, the cover to his EP and zoomed in and showed one of the buildings in the background with the rainbow flag. He was like, I thought I had made this obvious already. He sure did. And he said that some people um, already know, some people don't. And if they stop, you know, fucking with him because of it. Okay, so I've seen some nasty, nasty, downright ignorant, disgusting comments made about Little Bay X. Like, I had I seen grown ass men lust after a fucking nineteen year old, like lust. And I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure Google Images. Was lit up with little Nas with the the phrase "little Nas X News." They they wanted to see his old town road. Listen, at the end of the motherfucking day, he's an icon, and I'm gonna tell you why he's an icon. Not a legend; Mm-mm, he ain't earned that title yet. He's an icon. Let me tell you why. He punked the fuck out of America. Ain't no way in hell. And as many as open as many openly gay artists as we have, name the last time we had an openly gay black artist have a number one record in the United States of America for over three months. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I uh, can't think of one. 
Exactly. He's a fucking <laughs> icon, and he got all of y'all fucking money because he made damn near a million dollars every damn week that that song sat at number one. You knew he had to have made some money if he bought um, Billy Ray Cyrus. What was a Lamborghini? Yeah, because thanks to Billy Ray Cyrus, what really kept the song at number one is the fact that he added him on the song. And, and that's what then really kept it. came to the BET Awards, wasn't afraid to perform on this Black Excellence stage. He came and did it with Lil Nas X, and their audience lit up was. It was just, it was amazing. Lil Nas X and Lizzo, like uh, those, those two, it's like <laughs> they are at, they are at the summit of Mount Everest. I will say he is an icon, a legend, and for you old gays, especially, I had saw in the shade room a well known, a well noted, um, gay rapper had posted Lil Nas X as his man crush Monday. And talk about some, oh, I'll let, basically, in regards to I'll let him take me back to the Old Town Road. Like, sir, you are in your fucking mid-30s, my age, lusting after a 19-year-old. <sighs> Child, and then the pedophilia jumped out. Then. Child. And it's not jumping back in. I, I don't know who told you. So, I have one last thing. Um, it's a little bit of a rant. Um, it's a little bit of a rave. Um, I don't know how Fabian feels about this, because I didn't talk to him about it at all. Ooh. Now. <laughs> I woke up this morning to one of the most disgusting headlines I've ever saw in my days, especially like the past five years. And it wasn't just disgusting because of the fact of what I was reading. It was the fact that it was documented and you can see it happening. Um, Mr. Bus Up, Tatiana, Blueface Bledham, has kicked his mother and sister out of his home <clears throat> to move in his two new girlfriends. Now, it's not enough that he actually kicked them out of his home. He physically kicked his sister down the steps in her chest. Saying, it's time to go. <sighs> he physically harmed his sister. Mind you, his mother and sister are collecting their belongings off the front lawn of his house. And his mother saying, I love you, take care of yourself. In the midst of being kicked out by her own flesh and blood, someone she birthed into the world. So he could kick them out to move in two random girls that he allowed to come in and disrespect his family. And it's on video. On video. It's recorded. This is so disturbing. It's you really do if you are able to do blood that way, a, a person that you hardly know or these two new girls, when he's done with them, I'm, it's, they're going to fall from grace. They're, they're living high on the hall right now. 
But to do that to your family, someone that's always going to be around, even when the money is gone, the money is gone because Blueface is not going to be like this huge star. He's not. Let's be real. He can't rap. This is the old thing. He cannot rap. Like it's literally, like, it's like the the entire of this. Uh, when was X? Um, Double XL magazine, the first, I think they do like the freshman class or something like that. Uh-huh. It's like Blueface. Um, what's the other one night? And these, like Lil Baby, then they got The Baby, then they got who are who are who else? It's like, why are they even famous? We don't even know what you all are saying. Y'all are mumble rappers. For the most of them, like ninety five percent of them are all mumble rappers. It's like little uh, Yachty and Uzi Vert, and um, you know I love Six Nine, but um, <laughs> but you know it's like these artists they are out and they don't have any longevity. I think it ended with um the last one to come out. I say it ended with uh, J Cole. You he was the, he was the last of a generation. This is well, you know what you're not going to disrespect Kendrick Lamar like he's not. I mean, but I can I consider him, you know, in the same way. You know, uh, I even put Childish Gambino with. But you said about uh, what were you saying in regards to disrespecting Bay, which I wasn't having. Yeah, with Kendrick Lamar and, and you know and J Cole and I, you know, and I always and I said that I would put. You know, Charles Gambino with that generation too. It's like they're the end of a generation. So anyone that comes after them is merely for people born after, well, in and after 2002. Mm-hmm. Like with us being 80s babies raised through the 90s, we'll never understand this generation. Never. Never. So, I mean, it's. I don't. I. I, I mean, we can adapt and like certain songs by them, but as far as just being full on stands, no. See, none of that would be happening. None of that. I just won't be able to do it. I refuse to support ignorance. Now you know Megan and. Uh, and Saweetie and all of them. You know, I can get with them, but... um Saweetie. But, like, uh, Blueface and, and all of them. Which one goes with Iggy Azalea? I, you asking me? I'm supposed to know these things? It, she goes with a rapper and he just... I think his name is... Um, oh, my Little God. What is, what is his name? We should call him Little Flop. Yeah, because I when they said they was dating or whatever, because they lived together in Atlanta. Um, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. And she revealed that on the RuPaul show that her and her boyfriend are living together in Atlanta. And I think they moved in together a month after they met. Girl, bless your spirit because it couldn't be me. Bless it. Because that Nick Young cheated on her with whoever had a hold. You know what? You're right. <laughs> so hopefully this is a little bit different. But um, 
But I don't know. It's just, that's very that's very disrespectful to do that to not only a blood relative, to your mother and your sister. Your your flesh and blood. And and that's and that makes me wonder who else has done that that we don't know about. Mm. That's sad. But how old is he? Oh, Real quick, because you know we gotta um we gotta start to wrap this up, Nancy. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your take on the whole Taylor Swift situation, Annie? Oh, okay. So, okay, this is with the guy buying her musical catalog, right? Yes. From my understanding, his wife stated that the Big Machine, which is her record label gave her the opportunity to buy her masters and she passed on it. So if you make the mistake of them uh, you know, offering you your masters and you pass on it knowing that anybody is is basically up for grabs at this point. So if you got the money, I can buy everything that you have ever done musically and when you go on tour, you pay me. Why would mm-hmm. you even give someone that type of control over you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really... He may, he He's very cunning, and he made a very smart-ass move because he knows Taylor Swift is going to sell regardless. So what he put into buying her music, he will get it back threefold. Child, it's unfolding. I'm looking at bscott.com. They done drug Todrick Hall into this. Um, they also saying that um, Taylor had blast um, Kanye and Kim for having an op- um, in an open letter as well. Like it, it's just it's about to get real messy. But I will say all of that to say this: Taylor the Swift. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I looked at iraa.com yesterday. And you have a diamond album in your discography. Yep. 1989 is not it. However, it is sitting at nine times platinum. And the last time it was certified was 2017. Well, so you know that's on. That's diamond. Hello? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to make sure you still there thanks to Anchor. Um... (laughs) So the last album that you... The last album that you had, basically... Biggest albums, which I think is Love Story, Red, and 1989. Yeah. They're the the highest selling albums, I think, in your discography. Now, it's one of those albums is Diamond, but 1989 isn't it. It's like literally a million shy of Diamond. You have Diamond albums in your discography, and they're like, oh, well, Taylor should just go ahead and re-record those albums like, you know, like JoJo did. No, idiots, because if she re-records the album, she loses the fucking money. Yep. Because they're not... The albums that's already recorded, they have made the money. So if she goes back into the studio, records all of the 100-plus songs for these albums, these albums are not going to generate the same thing as the original album did. Exactly. And they own her first six albums... Uh, she she is really, you know, part of my Mexican. 
She is really fucked. Yeah, she's fucked. Because that means you're going to have to pay him to get your master's. And he is not going to be cheap. No, he's going to highway rob you. He is going to highway rob you, sis. So get your money together. Get ready. It's either you sue him to get your master's or you can kiss them goodbye. And I don't even see how the big machine allowed him to do that. They sold the they sold the company. That's why they dissolved it. So I'm looking it up right the hell now. Um, We're we're talking about the her first album, the Taylor Swift album. We're talking about Fearless. We are talking about Speak Now. Speak Now. We're talking about Red. We are deaf. Talking about 1989. And he got reputation too then. Yep. It's her first six albums. So it, I just stated one, <clears throat> two, three, four, five, and six. Reputation, I don't think was under big. Yes, it was. Big Machine. Hmm. And Lover is coming out. Oh, she's independent for Lover. That's why. See, when when Big Machine gave you that opportunity to get your masters, because I'm pretty sure they knew they was going down, you should have did it then. I mean, girl, bless the mess. On that note, um, Fabian, I need to refill our cups. Mm. Fill my cup, Lord. (laughs) Why are you thinking? (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, Please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. You don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. I am here. You don't have to worry. I can see. Your tear. Let me stop. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Who shall the kill? Well, get out. <laughs> Kurt Franklin or Devin Franklin? <laughs> Speaking of Kurt Franklin, did you see him on Sunday's best? I didn't. He is looking more and more like pliers. I don't know what it is. Child, tell them to stop putting that foundation on him. And they put it on. I think they put it on with a butter knife. Girl. Anywho, we are back. And um, (laughs) 
So my question is, with all these breakups and makeups and all these breakups, do you really believe that people should not go into the summertime in a relationship? If your relationship isn't a really strong relationship that has a solid foundation, um, and you know that this is something that is going to eventually fizzle out, y'all are just having fun with each other, mm-hmm. you don't need to go into spring, summer in a relationship because you know that the, the coupling and the uh, boot up season is it starts in September and it goes into like March, right? But you know, as far as being in a relationship in the summer and you know that your relationship isn't a strong one, y'all just gonna mm-hmm. break up and make up the entire summer, just be single and just say we friends with benefits. So and be in a relationship. They should. I mean, the rule of the only people that should be in a relationship during the spring and summer, you know, when, you know, the clothes get a little bit shorter, um, are the people who are married. And you really can't even trust them either. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, what did I was about to say then? I don't know. I do definitely agree. If your foundation ain't strong, baby, you just don't need to stay in nobody's relationship. Mm -mm. You just don't. Like, what's the point? I mean, go hoe for the summer. I don't do seasonal. If you cannot deal with me on a regular basis, then I can't deal with you in the summertime. Right. Especially, you know, it's the birthday and thing. Mm -hmm. It's the season I was born. Honey, I'm just not going to deal with none of that. We just won't be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do any of that. I'm not not going to do none of that. (laughs) Um, About that. No. So, and another question that I would ask, and this is the perfect person for me to ask this question with. Um, Oh, I'm nervous. Yep, that's right. Hot seat, bitch. <laughs> How do you begin to let go of your past to move on in the future? <sighs> that means let. That means letting go of that fear of a new beginning. That fear that it might end up like the very last time. Oh my goodness! Um. The whole uh, theory of uh, get under one to get over one, that really doesn't work. Um, I really do think that you have to come to terms with what it is and what it has turned into. Um, You know better than anyone, you know, when it came to me and that situation that happened earlier this year, um, how I stayed stuck in that same place wondering what it was that I did wrong or what I could have done better to make the relationship work. However, 
when you're in a relationship with someone who is doing sneaky stuff and in a whole other situation with someone, but still keeping you as a placeholder if this one doesn't work out. It's like you were being manipulated into that relationship. So then when it's over, you kind of get into that funk of, I miss the good times, but not the bad times. And the, the bad times, they continue to replay and roll over in your mind because you start thinking what I could have said and what I could have done. And why did I stay in this situation so long and I saw the red flags at the very beginning? So that's what my situation was. One month into the relationship, there were red flags. But I stayed and mm-hmm. I had to get to a point where I forgave myself for disrespecting Fabian. Mm. So when you have people um surround you that really want the best for you and, and telling you you did what you what you could do. You were basically fighting yourself at the point when it ends. You're, you were fighting yourself and you shouldn't be doing that. You have to have a strong foundation of friends and you also have to dig deep within yourself to kind of let things go. If you have to go to therapy in order to do that, do that. And you know, when it comes to black people, there's this stigma or it's this taboo cloud where black people aren't supposed to go to counseling or therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it helps to talk to someone who is from the outside looking in. That's not directly um, involved with it. So I say do the therapy. Um, talk to your friends because they're not going to steer you wrong, especially if they know firsthand what was going on. I'm not going to say, oh, you need to stay with so-and-so and, and work it out. You're, if your true friend is going to be like, move on. It's time for you to let go. See, and that's the thing I'm having now. It's more of a just letting the guard down, which is the hardest thing, in my opinion, to do. It's letting the guard down. Sometimes it don't have to be just in general. Like It could just be letting the guard down enough to let someone in. And I guess that's where I fail because it's like I don't want because the thing is, we get so accustomed to failure, especially in the within the community. We get so accustomed to failure or felt relationships that we fail to realize that we're putting ourselves at a standard that we feel like we don't deserve better than what we're getting. I definitely agree with that because I am that person. Um, I am the one who... I guess take comfort in being mistreated because it's something that has been a constant theme. And so if I can say to myself, I told you so, 
it's, it's kind of like a good feeling. I, I guess you could say it is that, um, that self-sabotage. You don't want to be happy. So you do things so you are unhappy. And Dwayne, you know, Dwayne um, Coley. About him? Yeah. He called me. Um, what's today? Today is Monday. He called me Friday. Saturday, I'm sorry. And he asked me, why haven't I released the third book? And why haven't I been doing the, you know, the parodies or whatever I said I was, that I planned out? And he told me something that you have said to me and a couple of other people. He said, your issue is you are afraid of being successful. You know what? That man is wise. You said you have said that to me so many times. And you also said something to me that has stuck with me since that day. You said it last year. And I remember the day exactly. You mm-hmm. said you need to stop looking for ways to break your own heart. Uh. Yeah, I will never forget that as long as I live. It's like, I will never forget it. We all look for ways to break our own heart, especially when we're not used to being loved, let alone loved right, or know what it looks like when it comes into our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's like automatically, like, you know what? Mm, I don't know about this. And then the minute that we get uncertain and we just get fearful of what's on the other side, we just back down. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to stay home. In reality, no, bitch, you know good and dead well you want to be around his ass. Right, and especially when you come when you come out of a relationship. Huh, talk about it. <laughs> when you come out of a relationship and you like, okay, it's this period where I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to look at anyone. I really don't even feel like a hookup at this point. I don't want any of that. I just want to be left alone. You then, know, you know, you then you start going into this fight. I want a little bit more attention than you do the hookups. Then out of those hookups, I'll say three. One of them really grabs your attention and they want something a little bit more. But as me, being the person that I am, the self-sabotager, I throw up steel walls around me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I want this attention, but I want to see what you are willing to do to give it to me. Mm. And some people, they don't stay long enough for that. So they'll give up. But then there are people who have, are, you know, kind of like a welder. And they have this blowtorch, and they are basically melting away these steel walls that you have, you know, fashioned to keep them out. And then you let them in a little bit, and then you throw up another one to see if they can get through that one, too. That's the type of person I am. I don't know why I continue to do myself like that, but it's something I'm working on, and... You know, this is where you and I differ actually because I'm the type of person I'm gonna let you in, but but the minute I start to get iffy on you, 
I start to turn into Casper. Now, I don't like ghosting anybody, but sometimes I feel like it's the only way for someone to understand, like, I'm, like, not that I'm scared. It's just more so, I don't know if I can handle this type situation. But I guess in essence, you really look for someone to be like, not even be like, you look for someone to take on the challenge almost. Yeah. Of breaking down those walls. And in essence, it's kind of unfair to them. Because you have them reversing the work that someone else did and they had nothing to do with. Right. We are making them pay for something that they had nothing whatsoever to do with. And the thing that got me, to be brutally honest, was a dude told me, I know there's more to you than this wall that you keep building back up. And I'm like, oh, God, why? <laughs> it's, it, and, and you get upset about it, but you really can't stay mad at the situation and what they say because it's actually true. Like I was told um, that I was a very tough egg to crack. Mhm. And they also told me that I was overly analytical and complex. Ooh. And I was like And I just and I really didn't give a response and you know well I think it I think it's kind of like a Virgo thing too because I have a couple of friends who are Virgos and they do what I do. When I don't have a response or I feel like I'm being attacked, even though there's no threat of an attack, I shut down completely and I'll be like, okay, or I'll just, you won't hear anything from me for days. Mm. And it's like, I don't know why I continuously do that. I don't know. It's like I, it's things that I want to say, but I'm afraid that they're going to come out the incorrect way, and they'll end up hurting feelings when I'm not trying to do that at all. So then I feel like I'm being attacked. No one, you know, you're just offering your opinion that I asked for. So why do I feel attacked for you giving me your opinion that I asked for? Then I'll get upset about it, not talk to anyone for days. People are worried. It's like it's a whole thing when it comes to I guess letting down walls to let someone in after you had to, you know, protect yourself from what others had done. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's tough for people who are trying to get to know you, and they and they just give up. And they're like, I really don't have time because it's just unnecessary drama you're well, taking me through. Well, you know, it is hot girl boy summer, and sometimes maybe you just need to be single for a little while, or maybe you just need that time away from somebody that's trying to push up on you. And just go mm. home for a summer or something. 
co-host a little while. But all I know is if you're coming to me after you've been a hoe all summer, not time to say I'm going to reject you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> Fabian, what is your yes, self-care? What is your self-care tip, darling? My self-care tip, I will have to go with something that, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, Don from Danity Kane had tweeted a long time ago. Okay, come on. And you know I, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is the queen of hearts. Literally. But, um. It's something that she tweeted, then I kind of use it as my motto even today. And it's be your own everything. Mm. And and what I took from that is so many times throughout life looking for someone to be our other half. We are not half a person. We are a whole person. So you have to meet people where they are. And if they are willing to grow with you, give it a chance. But you are not half a person. So don't say it's 50-50. I'm 100, you're 100. So let's do this together and, and, and see where it goes. Yes, queen. Whew. I'm going to piggyback off of that for um, my self-care tip. I would definitely have to say my self-care tip is don't allow someone to believe they're the source of your joy. Wow. When I say that, I say that to say this. A lot of times we get this misconception. Like Fabian just spoke about how someone can make you falsely believe that you're half and you're only complete if another person completes you. In the same sense, I have to say, don't allow someone to be the source of your joy. Meaning, you have to make yourself happy. You have to love on yourself before you can expect anybody else to come in and love you. You ha- That goes not just for real- romantic relationships, that goes for platonic friendships too. You have to be able to love yourself regardless of the situation, regardless of whatever's going down, you cannot allow someone to come in and tell you who you are, what you're willing to accept and not accept. Stop allowing people to be the source of your joy. Ooh, that is a word. Be your own joy. Be proud of who you are, the things that you've come through. And understand that yes, life is a journey, and like I said, it's always gonna be a good journey. It'll be hard. It's gonna be hard, but the one thing you gotta understand: do not ever in life allow someone to tell you that they're the source of your joy, or you to believe so. They so. Use oh, they're gonna use it. They will you. They will use it against you every time. Every chance they get, every chance they get, they will they will use it against you, and it will it will drag you down internally because you have put so much of yourself into them because you are looking for your other half, and you are not a half; oh. you're a whole. 
Well, you know, I don't, you know. I feel they got to make sure we, we use the right home. Because, you know, some people. Daddy. If I stand, <laughs> if it's, anyone knows me, it's one icon that I stand for, for her individuality more than anything, and that's Eartha Kitt. Oh, my. Eartha Kitt. That is mother. Eartha Kitt had a statement years ago where she stated, and mm. it was about relationships, and she stated, I don't want anyone, I basically, she said in the same sense, I'm not a half, I'm a whole. She said, I want someone to come in. I'm in love with, I want someone, I want to love myself so much. I want someone to come in and fall in love with me in the process. I'm like, that's what it is. That's exactly what I'm it like, is. Why does this woman get me? Like of all the all the legends, she's the one I identify with the most. I'm like, why does she get me so much? It's just that we have those people that I mean, it can be anyone from uh, entertainer. It can be uh, um, someone right up the street. It can be a singer, actress. Uh, it could be the ice cream truck man. If they have done you a great service in discovering who you are by telling their story, that's a great thing. The girls love Marilyn Monroe. I'm like, sweetie, Marilyn ain't got shit on Ursa. Let me tell you, and I'm gonna, and I'm, uh, it's gonna, you know, piss a couple of people off because it. I'm pretty sure some of the listeners, well, you know, listen to, you know, they love Marilyn. But when you think about it, the only thing Marilyn was was a glorified hoe. Well, and I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry to say that, you know, people out there in Lunny Land, you know, <laughs> you know, don't come for me. Don't. Unless I send for you. And that's you. on period. But, um, <laughs> period. What's big, but sweetie? Just... <laughs> <laughs> but, I can't hear you, but that's, but that's what it was. This Marilyn was a glorified home. <sighs> I mean, this woman was basically in the arms and bed of one of the most popular presidents ever. Child. They don't want to hear that. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to conclude this episode. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening, Fabian. If they haven't listened before, where can they find you? Oh, you can definitely find me on Facebook at Fabian Mitchell. That's with a P-H, not a okay. Um Instagram is FaboDiddy. Yes. Um, also, uh, Twitter, FaboDiddy. Uh, Snapchat, Fable snapped it. I mean, you know, I'm I'm all around. I'm everywhere. And if you guys aren't already, please keep up with the conversation. Follow WRYH Podcast. That's once again, WRYH Podcast. Oh, 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 real quick. Um, I have my first sponsored advertiser. So... Oh! <laughs> um, 
Muslim backpacks, absolutely. And if well, your first purchase, which I'm going to actually give the first official ad in the beginning of the episode, on your first purchase, you get 10% off if you use our discount code WRYH10. Once again, that is Muzzum, M-U-Z-M-M backpacks.com. Let them know that we oh, sent you. It. Also, I have been added to CrossPods directory. Ooh. Moves. Okay. These are, you are moving. <laughs> Keys. I'm a part, yes, Hunty. I'm a part, of, I'm now to be found in the CrossPods directory. I'm also one of the very first directories ever that I was found in. It could be, is Pods by Queer People of Color. That is Pods um, by QTOC. All right. <laughs> Oh yes, I love it, and I I just love what you have done. I still remember when you wanted to do a podcast, and you were like so nervous about doing it. To see where you have come from, I am so proud. Thank you of you. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you, babe. That concludes this episode. I will see you guys again next week. Oh, 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 oh. Hold up, wait, Fabian. There's <laughs> one thing I did forget. We need to wish them the happy Fourth of July because the next episode will be after it. Oh yeah, they're a very happy Independence okay. Day. Okay, well we ain't fr- we ain't uh, free, but that's another conversation for another time. Well, you, you know, hey, the emancipation is not really an emancipation. Okay, yeah. somebody you somebody cue Mariah Carey's Fourth of July, honey. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.